Okay, so welcome to another episode of Behind the Host podcast. Uh, another exciting day today and uh, another host who is uh, specializing in uh, Behind the Host, uh, sorry, Hospitable Hosts. So really excited to, to have you on today. Before we get started, I just wanted to just mention a really big win in the hospitality community. So part of uh, what Boostly and Mark Simpson does is has a couple of hospitality uh, communities on Facebook, one of which is the hospitality community. So if you're not part of it, search out on Facebook. And one of the members this week shared a wonderful whim, and that was Louise Daniels, who managed to get a five star review and then another direct book and directly off the back of that just by making a phone call. So if you haven't already get involved in the hospitality community, come and share your wins and we will do shout outs for anybody who is in there. So Let's get started, shall we, with uh, Behind the Host. So today we're joined by Stacey Peretti-Race. She's the CEO and founder of Rarefined Rentals based in New Orleans, Louisiana, all the way from the USA. She's a super host. She specializes in hosting bridal parties. She's an author, as I say, in hospital hosts. And I'm really excited to have you here today, Stacey. So thank you for joining me and uh, welcome thank along. You. Thank you, Liam. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks for having me. No worries at all. So let's get started in the way that we normally get started, which is just tell me a bit about you, your business and uh, how you got started. Sure. Um, so I've I've been in this business now um, a little over three, almost four years. Uh, started out, let's see, I was about to be an empty nester, raised four children and um, was kind of looking for my next thing to do. And we found this, my husband and I found this property um, in our downtown area. We're in a, a suburban area just north of New Orleans, um, kind of a little bedroom community, but with a lot of uh, cultural activities and arts and great restaurants. And, and the house uh, looked like a really great investment. I had no idea what it meant to be a host. I just jumped in uh, feet first, as I guess a lot of people in this business, as I've come to find out, do, and fell in love with it. And um, it's become my life. <laughs> I absolutely love being a host. Um, and um, yeah, that's, that's basically my story. My background was not in hospitality. I've spent my life um, actually in journalism. I was a, a newspaper columnist, then reporter, uh, journalism teacher, magazine editor, freelance writer. Um, that's kind of all that I had done. Um, you know, and now I'm a published author, which is very exciting. Um, so it just kind of piggybacked on, on the, the hosting end of things, which I really have come to love. That's really cool. So talk me through the, the property that you've got is a guest house, am I right? Correct. Yes. The, our first property um, is a guest house that is in downtown Covington. Covington is the, the name of the, the city just outside of New Orleans. Um, it has three units, three listings under the one roof. Uh, it can sleep up to 15 people, uh, but each unit is fully separate. So I, I list them separately and they can be booked either individually or the whole home, um, you know, together. Uh, so that's where I started about three plus years ago. And since then, I've uh, we purchased another property. It's completely different. The first is in a downtown area. The second property is called Sleepy Lagoon, and it is 18 acres, just about five minutes north of the downtown area, but it's, it's a completely different type of stay, obviously, on 18 acres. It's a, a, a private acreage that backs up to riverfront. 
It has lagoons running throughout the property. It's actually where I'm sitting right now. So you can see the beautiful fountains um, behind me, um, lots of ponds with fishing and just a sandy beach down by the river, totally, totally different type of experience. So um, overall, the properties are, are under the umbrella of rare find rentals. It's, it's one of those where when I searched out your properties, obviously, uh, we, we've known each other through the hospital host group and uh, seeing your properties on there, it really struck me how, uh, you know, so how old the LaCroix, LaCroix, is that right? LaCroix, LaCroix yeah, yes. LaCroix, that property must be one of the older properties available, but it's got such um, period features and it looks so awesome. Um, yeah, it looks like a real, you. real thank good you for place noticing to... that. Yes, um, the LaCroix was built in 1899 by Thomas LaCroix Jr. Um, so we named it after the original um, owner and builder. And uh, there are a lot of the original um, building aspects remain. The original wood floors, the beadboard um, walls, um, a lot of it has been renovated, of course, um, over the years. But we take great pride in that um, it's listed on the historic homes registry in our city. Um, and um, yeah, a lot of people remark about that, that they love coming to an historic home and, and staying in the downtown area and getting kind of the best of both worlds there. I definitely recommend if, if anybody's listening then to, to sort of Google the LaCroix, Louis and Louisiana and that'll soon come up and you'll get yeah. an idea of just how beautiful it is and, and even what you've done with the interior you know it's balanced really well it's very stylish where did the inspiration from that come from well it was originally decorated by the previous owner um, a lot of it was I have updated a lot and renovated a lot since then um, but I, I will give her credit because she did I bought it fully furnished and of course, you know, that was three and a half years ago. So we've replaced a lot since then, but, um, but the, I guess the feel remains the same. It is, um, what I love is that when my guests walk in, a lot of their first response that they tell me is I feel at home. So it's, um, it is, there, there are parts of it that are luxurious. You know, we have plush robes and, and slippers and all the amenities, I guess, that you would get from a nice hotel stay. Um, but you feel like you're in your own living room. And um, that was really important to me for people to feel like they, they're not gonna mess up anything, that it, it feels like it's, it's theirs and it's comfortable. It's certainly a beautiful place. And obviously on Behind the Host, what we like to do is really dive down into some of the tools you use, how you attract guests and uh, share with the people listening so they can pick up some of the tips and, and you know, maybe emulate what you've done in your business in, in their business as well. So let's talk about your guests who come and stay at the LaCroix and, uh, you know, at your second property now. Um, who are they? What type of, of guest are they? What are they looking to? Uh, are they coming for holidays, for work, and that side of things? And uh, where do you list and how do you market to these guests? Sure. Um, it's evolved a little bit over the years. Um, I, uh, I would say our, uh, our Monday through Friday guests are typically businessmen and businesswomen or uh, families that are coming in to, uh, to visit other families in the area. Uh, we also do have in downtown Covington, we have some really well-renowned um, uh, medical professionals. So I do get weekday guests that come in for procedures from out of town and stay um, at our place to recuperate. Our weekend guests, um, 
have really evolved over the years into bridal parties, which is, has become my specialty. Uh, so pretty much every Monday, I'm sorry, every Friday through Sunday, we will have uh, the whole home, all three units at the LaCroix uh, booked out by bridal parties. Normally, um, uh, bridesmaids that get ready, they have their makeup and, and hair, um, you know, professionals come and they get dressed together. They might do a photo shoot in the home um, and then get, get picked up there to go to their, um, their wedding. Nice. Do they get the photos done there? And is that, do you use that? A lot of them do. Yes. And so that's kind of how this second property evolved. Um, I started getting, I started having two, three, four people on waiting lists for a particular weekend um, because there's just not that many places in our area that specialize and open their properties up to groups of that type. Um, in fact, when I when I first purchased the property, the uh, the previous owner warned me against just do not deal with bridal parties. They are the worst. And I, I stayed away from it for a while until one of my really good friends had her son getting married and she asked me um, about the home. And I said, what the heck, let's do it. And of course, then it just kind of started that wheel. He told someone they saw the posts and it just evolved. And so I've kind of become known as, oh, that's the lady that runs the bridal place. <laughs> so um, because I did have a waiting list at the LaCroix, we started opening up Sleepy Lagoon, which is also our personal property. We live here on the, the 18 acres in a separate home. And, um, and out here, there are really beautiful places for bridal parties to take their photos before either the whole party or the couple. Um, we have bridges and fountains and lots of beautiful flowers. So it, it's really a gorgeous area. You know, let's, let's just dive into that. So what you've done is you've, you've uh, you know, hosted a friend, you know, friend sort of uh, twist her arm a bit and, and done that. And really you've, you've discovered through doing that actually it's not as bad as everybody says it is. And you've decided to go ahead, you've taken action and, and, and done that. And then you've actually found your niche. And this is something which we talk about a lot of the time. You found your, your perfect guest avatar. And when everybody else is steering away from a certain type yeah. of guest and you're actually welcoming them, then you're gonna get more of that. And that's why you've built up a waiting list. And uh, you've done the right thing where you've, you know there's a demand there before you've even opened your, your second property. And as you say, you're even, that second property is even more perfect for, for your main avatar's needs. So that sounds really cool. So I really like that. Well, thank so you. Talk me through what is the differences then uh, for, for the people listening? What is the different kind of things you have to consider when hosting a bridal party over you know, your contractors during the week? That's a great question. Um, and I've learned over the years. It's and basically it's just kind of evolved from what they ask for, what they need. Um, there are certain things in my properties, um, uh, full-length mirrors. Um, obviously, we we need about, I don't know, four or five in each listing because uh because the girls need that when they're getting dressed and spaces to get ready. Um for putting on their makeup. And then really importantly, when they get back in the evening for taking off their makeup so that they don't ruin the white towels, um, you know, the black makeup towels that say makeup on it. Um, you just you just said exactly what every listener is thinking, going, but what about all the makeup? What about my right. towels, my precious whites? So yes. uh, yeah, how do you and, deal and with I, that? 
um, it's, you know, we just, we kind of put, we make sure we have the black makeup towels and we put little notes um, and the makeup wipes that, that the throwaway wipes that they can use. Um, I also have um, not just luggage racks, but I have hanging racks so that when the ladies come in, they have spaces to hang up They're most of the time, they're long gowns. Um, I have steamers in, in every unit. Uh, you know, obviously iron and ironing board, but steamers are a big deal. Um, trying to think what else. I, I, I also let them know it's a big thing when wedding parties check in. I have in the kitchen kind of a specific, uh, just remember these rules um, type thing. And it's please no glitter, please no confetti, um, you know, because no businessman wants to check in on a Monday and <laughs> there's glitter still in the carpet because that's just so hard to get out. So it's little things like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds as though you've really got your, your guest avatar down to a T there. And it's all about hosting is, is setting out, you know, the expectations before they stay. So let's, let's dive more into that. What, what tech do you use in your business at the moment? And how do you communicate with guests in the day to day? So uh, I communicate now, and this is just recently, I guess, within the past six months, um, I used um, Hospitable, which is mm -hmm. ironic since the book is Hospitable Hosts. Um, <laughs> But um, I, I use Hospitable for my messaging, my automated messaging and uh, for um, coordinating my calendars uh, because I do, I do list on Airbnb and Verbo and I also book direct. Um, so that helps me enter everything into one system and, and have the, the messaging be automated. Um, I also use Price Labs, which was a game changer for me. I would say the first year in this business, I just said it and forget it. I didn't, I think I had a $10 bump on weekends compared to weekday. I had no idea what I was doing. And then I got on Price Labs and realized, oh my gosh, all of the money that I left on the table. Um, it was three to four times more on the weekends what people were willing to pay than how I had it listed. So that was a game changer for me. Um, I used StayFi which has been wonderful um, for those that don't know about StayFi. Um, it's a very easy system to set in place that helps, um, helps gather all of your guests' um, email uh, information, not just the person who lists with you. So that has helped me set up email uh, lists for automated messaging, uh, events and discounts and that, that type of thing for my guests. I'm trying to think what else, noise aware, um, Obviously, QuickBooks, um, that's been my friend um, for all of my accounting purposes and um, some other things that just internally that I use every day, my Ecobee app <laughs> to help with uh, down here in southern Louisiana. It gets very humid, very hot, and being able to automatically control the temperature um, remotely is a big deal. Um, so, yeah, the, all those have been really important to me. That is such an awesome tech stack because, you know, some people think that with tech stacks, you've got to, you know, be a, a massive multiple uh, short term rentals across across many places, whereas you've just proven there that just by implementing, you know, like you say, for messaging, you've got hospitable for um, the price thing, which, which is it, it can blow your mind, can't it, with with how much more you can make compared to to what you were making before. So. That is really awesome. Um, out of all of those uh, bits of tech, which one would you have to say has been the one which is, has been the real game changer? Is that the Price Labs? 
Probably Price Labs. Um, yes, definitely on, on the financial end, Price Labs. But as far as time, um, you know, and it doesn't have to be hospitable, it, whatever system you use. I was so hesitant for years. Um, I, actually, I shouldn't call it a hesitancy. It was more a, a, you know, paralysis because of the analysis. And I am a very, I've got it right here next to me. My kids call it my Bible. I mean, this is, this is my day book, my planner. And I did all of it on paper. And, um, and that just became too overwhelming, very overwhelming. So to be able to see every morning when I wake up, here's, here's what's happening today, tomorrow, this week, and it's all in one place through across all of the channels and direct bookings. It's that's been huge for me. So let's dive into that. Uh, you mentioned your, your day book and, and your routine there. What, what does your day to day look like as, as a host? You've got your bridal parties coming, you're managing your, your contractors during the week. You've now got two, uh, two different sort of listings and very different, uh, you know, sort of uh, kinds of buildings. What does your day to day look like? Um, it could be anything. I, um, other than my my two housekeepers that help me, shout out to Alexa and Abby. Um, they couldn't couldn't do this. Wouldn't want to do this without them. Um, but other than them uh, and my handyman Danny, I I do everything myself. So um, today, actually, when I leave you, I am going to clean one of my units myself. Um, I do that every now and again, number one, because I actually don't mind doing it. I, I enjoy being in my spaces and getting it ready. That's how it started for me. I spent my whole first year, year and a half cleaning everything myself. And I like to get in there and, and restock and you know take inventory and just kind of do the inspection maintenance type thing. Um, I can be found uh, doing everything from cleaning to pulling weeds, to answering phone calls, to sending invoices. Um, yeah, everything. Um, it's, you know, accounting, marketing, <laughs> all of it, social media. I'm a, I'm a one-stop shop. So that's cool. that's cool. And you know what, it's such an important part because that's how we learn what needs to be done you know, yes. that, that we, you wouldn't know what necessarily needs to be done if we're not hands on. So definitely an important part. True. You mentioned that uh, you market in different channels. First one, I just wanted to mention for, for people who are listen, listening, uh, Airbnb recently made a change with their summer 2022 release. And one of those changes is that you can now find places by categories. So uh, one of the things you can do, for instance, guest houses can now be found through categories, which that wasn't before. So definitely worth checking out. But the one that I wanted to dive into that you mentioned was the direct bookings. You can take direct bookings. So how do you take direct bookings? And uh, have you got any tips or tricks to, to be able to do so? <laughs> I love this question because um, and you did not know this uh, before this interview, but I am currently in Mark Simpson's 90 day boot camp. And yes, because I do have, I have a website for LaCroix Covington. Um, it's LaCroixCovington.com, simple enough. Um, but for this new property, Sleepy Lagoon, um, I do not have a website yet. Uh, when I started LaCroix Covington, it's a beautiful website, go check it out. However, I don't have direct booking capability on it. Never started it that way. I just haven't done it. Um, people just go to the website and then they either email me or call me. 
uh, to make the direct booking. Hey, there's something where Boostly can help you out with. Uh, I know. We, we should have a chat after the uh, after the podcast. Definitely about I, that. <laughs> I am learning. This is all so very timely. So, um, so my intention for Sleepy Lagoon is to set up a a, a more um, direct booking friendly site that I'm not answering phone calls all day long, um, that hopefully I can I can do a lot more of my direct bookings that way. Not that I mind talking to the guests, especially when it, it's a little different when it comes to bridal parties, you know, they it's either the mom or the bride normally that will that will call and and it, it needs to be a personal conversation. I get that. Um, and I do enjoy that. But I really, I'm looking forward to starting a website that that has direct booking capability. So I'm it'll definitely it. make everything so more streamlined and just just a lot easier. And especially, uh, you know, I'm excited for you because of the the bridal parties. They they talk to each other. You know, these are big groups. You're more likely to get referrals, <laughs> more likely to get direct bookings. So uh, that's really exciting. So we've kind of covered the the business we, we've covered some of your systems let's talk about the awesome book that you're, you're in so you're now a published author so uh, congratulations stacy for for being in hospitable hosts and for those who don't know who have tuned into either the live or if you're listening on the podcast hospitable hosts is a project which was developed by jody sterling about six months ago she had the bright idea to get hosts from all over the world to collect stories to inspire, motivate and educate other hosts. And uh, she's brought 40 hosts together in one book and uh, taken a chapter from each of them so they can each tell their stories. And the book itself is released on the 16th of May 2022. So depending on how you're either listening to this or, or how you're watching it, uh, you know, you'll be able to go and check it out on www.hospitablehosts.com and uh and be able to put your name down for the waiting list or, or make a purchase through there so stacy what got you involved with the project and uh what does being a hospitable host mean to you um i am a firm believer in uh being in the right place at the right time and uh and the universe kind of putting you where you need to be and um i had never met jody uh just happened to to see a post uh, that she, I think it was on Facebook. And, um, and I thought, well, wait a minute, <laughs> this combines the two things that I love most, writing and hosting. And, um, and I kind of felt like, and I'm sure everyone feels this way, everyone's story is different. My story is, is pretty unique as is everyone's and I wanted to tell it. My, my beginnings in this business did not start out um, really good at all. It was very, very tough. My, my mom actually passed away the week that I purchased the property, um, very unexpectedly. And, uh, she was my rock and she, she was the one I thought was going to really help me with this project. And all of a sudden she was gone. And, um, and I tell, I tell the story in my chapter of how that came to be and, and the difficulties that I had. I, I purchased the home, my first home, the LaCroix from the previous owner who was a host herself. She had been operating it as uh, an Airbnb. And because I knew nothing about the business, um, when I bought it, she, she said that she would add me on as a co-host on her account. Great, did that. But then after the act of sale, she actually closed the account, which meant, while I was sitting by my mother's bedside in ICU, um, I got the word that 
every single booking that she had told me was coming, you know, and there, there were over a hundred, um, was canceled. So that was my, that was my first month, I guess, of being a host. Um, she had given me, thank goodness, she had given me a spreadsheet that had all of the future bookings, their name, their date, and their phone number. So I spent that, that first month picking up the phone and calling every single guest and explaining to them kind of the situation. They thought I was a huge scammer. You know, they, who, yeah. who does that? Um, and I had to convince every single one of them, like, I'm not a scammer. I'm real. No, I've never hosted anyone before, but I promise it's going to be a great experience. The house, I bought it as is, you know, it, it'll be a wonderful stay. And of those 100 plus guests, potential guests, there were only two, I believe, that um, that didn't book with me. So um, I didn't know about booking direct at that point. I, I set up my own account on Airbnb and I had them, it, it was like a floodgate within the first month. I had over a hundred guests rebook with me um, and I was an unknown host. So I understand now, and I think it's interesting what um, what Brian Chesky came out with, with, with some of this new um, way of thinking with the properties and the categorizations. I love that, but I think it's really interesting looking back on my situation because when I first started hosting and I called Airbnb and I was so new, I said, wait, you don't understand. Yes, I'm a new host, but it's the same property and it's exactly the same experience. And they told me, which is great, that their business wasn't built around the properties. It's built around the hosts. And so I took that to heart and, um, and I see the importance in that. But I also feel with the new things that are coming out, I think they're understanding that it needs to be a little bit of balance of both because the, uh, the experience of the property, in my opinion, is just as important as the experience the host gives you in that property. Definitely. So I like the way it's evolving. It's the balance of both, isn't it? It's the balance between having a host who understands, is empathetic to your needs and having that property and that property being everything you expect it's going to be. And just, it's so inspirational, Stacey, to hear your, your story and how you've overcome, you know, the challenges and, and just to, to get started. I'm, I'm really excited to, you know, read your chapter of the book and I encourage everybody who's listening to, uh, you know, to do the same, to, to pop their name down on that hospitablehosts.com and to, to register for the waiting list, because it's going to be, uh, it's going to be so awesome and there's so much knowledge and there's so much people if somebody was in the same position as you and, and you're listening and you're thinking well i want to get started there's some lessons in there which which could really help and um i think the biggest I, one that i I've wish made... i had had this book <laughs> well yeah the, the, this. yes <laughs> the biggest one that i've taken away from that is, is just picking up the phone do you know what i mean just picking up the phone start building those relationships with both airbnb with your guests and to actually um find the way in in hosting which is exactly what you've done so yeah that's that's really cool what what does the future hold then stacy what what is the future of uh rare find uh stays so i rare find rentals i i i anticipate the future um possibly being two different bridal parties at each property on the weekends um, and expanding maybe week-long stays out here um, at Sleepy Lagoon for people that want to come and have an experience just outside of uh, downtown Covington. And, and we're just, we're less than an hour drive from downtown New Orleans. Um, but 
they, they get a completely different country type experience out here. And we've got fishing, we've got, uh, we've got geese. Um, it, it's just, a, we've got deer. Sometimes you'll, you'll see four, five, six deer running across the field. We've got a bonfire in the back. And um, it, it's, a, it's a really amazing place that is very special to me. Um, and it was, it was my mom's property. And so uh, I moved out here after she passed away. And, um, and it, it's, it's beautiful. It's been featured on HGTV. It really is a gorgeous space. Um, so I anticipate um, hopefully spreading, you know, the news that Sleepy Lagoon is open for those type of events and, um, and just special gatherings for, for families to celebrate special things. The passion really shows through and you, you can see how uh, people are going to really become you know, excited about going there, but also how they're going to build those memories which are going to last a lifetime because there's just so much to, to see and do and especially for such special occasions for the bridal parties. So what we like to do, Stacey, towards the end is, is to sort of fire a couple of quick fire questions at you. Now, these, these can be as long or short answers as you like, but they're just a bit of fun and uh, something a bit different. So uh, what time of day are you most productive? Ooh. Um, probably between nine and 11 PM, nine and midnight, <laughs> I'm a night owl. Um, so yeah. And being a writer, um, that's normally when I, you know, throughout the years, my kids would not be needing me. So I would, I would get most of my stuff done. Um, now that my kids are all gone uh, in the mornings, I guess, but I, I'm pretty much a night owl. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's, uh, that is the time where everybody's asleep and you get, you get some new time to, to do what you want to do. So what are you excited about in life right now? What uh, it doesn't have to be business wise can be if you want. Yeah, I um, that's an easy one. So two of my four kids um, uh, have gotten married in the past six months. They did it really close together. Um, and so I'm really Easy excited time. about, yes, that I'm really excited about maybe being a grandparent soon. Oh, <laughs> no sure, kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah um, it, just so that I didn't put any pressure on them. Instead, uh, I got a puppy last week. So. Oh, no, well, that is taken on uh, extra. Yes. Yeah. So I have a, a 10 Very brave. Puppy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, one of the things that I'd like to find out is is obviously different values, and I, I think I know what you're going to say. But what would you consider as your highest value um, overall? Uh, in the business or life in general? Business life, <laughs> whatever you like. Um, uh, my greatest value is is my family in life. Um, I would say in in business communication. Um, I, I I'm just, I'm a people person. And I love getting to know the background of why my guests are coming, what brought them there. Um, I'm the type of person, I, I met an elderly woman in the checkout line of the grocery store years ago and struck up a conversation. She looked a little confused and come to find out she was from uh, many, many states away up north. And she was in town alone with her husband who had just had surgery. And um, anyway, we exchanged information. I helped her out while she was in town. And now we're Christmas card buddies every year. That's so so cool. I, I, I never like to, uh, to meet you know, a stranger. There, every, everyone has a story. And maybe that's the, the writer, the journalist in me. Um, but that's, that's my greatest value in the business is getting to know the people. And um, you know, that's, I think that's what we all want in life is to be, to be seen, to be heard, to be known. And that's what makes this job really fun.
what a beautiful way to to bring this to an end and that is that is such a a nice a nice sort of feeling and a nice way to end on so thank you so much stacy if the people listening would like to reach out to you if they'd like to get in touch if they're a bride to be and want to get in touch to use the the sleepy lagoon then uh yeah, yeah how do they get in touch with you um, so I do have one website for my first property, and it is LaCroixCovington.com, L-A-C-R-O-I-X, Covington.com. And then I also have a link tree, which, um, which gives, it, it has links to Sleepy Lagoon, um, to all of my properties. And I guess I'll spell it out for you. A lot of people are on Linktree. If you are already, then you just search for rare find rentals. Um, mm -hmm. But the, if you want to log in the complete address, it is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash rare find rentals. Hope that that's wasn't cool. too confusing. But yes, so that's the easiest way to find me. That's cool. And, and the very last thing that I just wanted to pick up on was you mentioned you're doing the 90 day uh, boot camp with Boostly, which is, uh, you know, sort of how we impact your direct bookings and how we really set you on a, a marketing path to be able to market your properties. How are you finding that? And uh, yeah, what, what are your key takeaways so far? Um, I love it. Um, Mark, Mark is a hoot. Um, I can't wait to meet him. Hopefully, I think he said he's coming to the book launch in uh, Nashville. He is, yeah. There. Um, I was not a fan of uh, the Figma board. <laughs> but that's, <laughs> that's okay. Gone. He got rid of yeah. that. Um, but I am learning a lot. And I, I love being on the different, like the, the Facebook group and just being a part of um, of a community of other hosts from all around the world, it it helps you realize that you know you're you're all in this together kind of thing. You're not alone. I love that about this community because we are hosts. We are all like very communicative with each other and helpful with each other about solving problems. And so being a part of um, Boostly Academy and and now this boot camp, it's it's just really been um, good for you know learning new things from everybody. Mark, of course, included. <laughs> Sometimes in you know hospitality, it can feel a little bit lonely. And when you're in a group like that, you can bounce ideas off each other. You can really feel you're you're part of a big community. And uh, what what a great way to uh, great insight into the training there. So thanks again, Stacy. Really look forward to reading your chapter in the book. I feel we've really got to know your business. And thank you so much for sharing your time with us today and coming on behind the host podcast. We'll, uh, thank you. We'll I really you appreciate it. I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much for checking out today's podcast episode. Now, before you head and go anywhere else, before you click to the next episode, before you do that, do me one big favor and go check out boostly.co.uk forward slash trust. IPRAC are the sponsors of all of the Boostly content. And the reason why I work with them and the reason why we spread the message of IPRAC is that when a host or a company is looking to get more into direct bookings, the main question they have is around trust. As in, will a guest trust that I am a true and real business? Will IPRAC take care of all of that? And they've got a special offer that is only available to Boostly people. But to do that, you need to go to Boostly, which is B-O-O-S-T-L-Y dot co dot UK forward slash trust. You can find out all the information there. You can book in a demo, book in a call, and then you will get your super special offer that is only available to Boostly peoples. Thank you again for tuning in. Do go check out IPRAC. We'll be back again very shortly with another podcast episode. But until then, we'll see you all very soon. Take care.